The lobster here is unbelievable. <laughs> Ooh, a little expensive. $25? Yes, well, you know, I'm not thinking about the price. You know, you're the only woman I've never thought about the price. Get the lobster. I beg you to get the lobster. Go for it. Go for the lobster. I can't believe this. What a dope. Uh, excuse me. I'm, I'm sorry. This is, uh, this is kind of embarrassing, but there's no toilet paper over here. Are you talking to me? Yeah, I, I just forgot to check, so if you could spare some. No, I'm sorry. What? No, I'm sorry, I can't spare it. You can't spare it? No, there's not enough to spare. Well, well, I don't need much. Just three squares will do it. I'm sorry, I don't have three squares now if you don't mind. Welcome to Sign Bros. My name is Jacob, and joining me on the line, a man who is subletting Carol's apartment for a month and loves to get in the back of the cab with Erica and Andre, my brother and co-host, Jonah Krause. How you doing, John? Doing good. What about the driver, though? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was a little late to the pod today. I was hanging out with Funky Tony. Hey, 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 hey. (laughs) Hey, Tony. How's he doing? All right. So if you don't know from the two hints we've dropped already on this episode, we're doing the conversion and the um the stall the stall 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 <laughs> is your voice very flinty for this one flinty my voice is throaty and flinty <laughs> flinty it's funny how like we start so this is the perfect example of how seinfeld is life like so we joke around and actually seriously had an incident with my toe And, uh, you know, it's been going on for a couple, a little bit, you know, a month or two now. And it's like, eventually we'd get to the episode and this is the podiatrist episode. And just as we get there, my toe is feeling better. So that's good. That's that's good. It's good stuff. Good. Good stuff. (laughs) And then the last sign bros we did involved the the whole coffee table, which was the uh, instigator of the toe. The coup de toe. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> kind of lined up a little bit. Yeah. Part of us always jokes around about how these Seinfelds could be like, just always relate somehow. It never fails. It's always very relatable. Oh, uh, Every single one of them. Yep. So I got a lot of notes on these two. So hopefully, hopefully they come out good. The filibuster. I don't have to filibuster for twenty minutes like I did last episode. The yeoman's work I put into these two episodes is unparalleled. I hear the pages flipping on the microphone. Sounds like you wrote a whole book. I got a master's thesis over here with the notes. <laughs> Do you have footnotes? <laughs> Do you have footnotes? I got quoted <laughs> phrases. I got footnotes. I got a header. <laughs> 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 kind of glossary. <laughs> All right, but let me let let's jump into it before it gets past our bedtime here. Oh yes. Do you want to convert? How how could I introduce? I was going to say convert to the conversion. You do you want to change your religious structure into a con- the conversion? Do you want to, no? I don't know. Do you want to start by con- uh, recapping the conversion? 
Let's do it. So the episode opens up. We've got George. He's out on a date. And uh, he suggests that she should have the lobster. Georgia, I think we have to talk. I think we have a problem. We do? We can't keep seeing each other. Why? <laughs> because it's over! <laughs> it's my parents, George. The difference is in our relation. <laughs> oh, George, can you ever forgive me? <laughs> uh, have you decided yet? <laughs> yes, I'll have the lobster. <laughs> Um, you know, I'm, I'm starting to think that maybe lobster isn't the way to go. Scene switches and we got Jerry and Elaine walking down the hallway towards Jerry's apartment. And Elaine is talking about her new boyfriend, who, who she says is a doctor. And Jerry's it's not a, really a doctor, he's a podiatrist. So, same thing. Anyone can get into podiatry school. George got into podiatry school. And as they enter Jerry's apartment, we have this blonde girl down the hall coming out. She gestures towards Jerry. Hello. Oh, hi. Are you going to be stopping by later? Yes, I'll be stopping. Okay, see you later. See you later. Well, we can't all be dating podiatrists. <laughs> They go in, and George is already in the apartment laying on the couch, and he's going, doing a whole woe is me thing. And <laughs> how his girl of the week has cut things off because her parents are extremely religious. They don't want their daughter dating anyone who isn't Latvian Orthodox, and Jerry and Elaine don't seem to care whatsoever. Jerry actually is like, so who cares? Whatever, just move out. Elaine makes a little joke about how George should maybe convert and it would be really romantic. It would be like King Edward and Mary Simpson. George kind of takes it really serious. He's like, King Edward? King Edward, Jerry? <laughs> he's, like, I, he's like, I won't even tell her. I'll just convert and I'll surprise her. I am going to think about this. I am really going to think about this. I guess this one is my fault. Oh, yeah. Scene changes. We've got Jerry over with his little uh, new girl, and they're making out. And they split because she's got to go to the bedroom. And Jerry's like, I got to go to the bathroom and wash my hands. They're all sticky from the orange that I ate earlier in the bathroom. And he notices that the medicine cabinet is open a little bit. And he kind of nudges it open a little bit more and looks inside. And he sees. There's a tube of fungicide, and he freaks out. Fungicide? Fungus? <laughs> Next, we got Jerry, Kramer, and Elaine, and they're down at Monk's, and Jerry's going on about the fungicide that he found. Like, what could she have? I don't know. Fungus. Exactly. <laughs> so what'd you say? I said I was coming down with a flu or something, and I had to go home. Doing opening her medicine cabinet. I didn't open it. It was open. I just nudged it a little. You were snooping. I was not snooping. I did not break the seal. There was no breaking and entering. I wouldn't do that. I would. I always open medicine cabinets. Well, I 
trust people not to do that. Big mistake. Jerry's like, go ask your boyfriend, the doctor, about what this could be about. Oh, now he's a doctor. It's a podiatrist. That's what they do. They're knee deep in fungus. That's all they deal with. They deal with fungus. Helen's <laughs> like, I'm not going to ask him about funguses. And Kramer's like, fungi. <laughs> Jerry and Elena are like, what? Fungi. Scene <laughs> switches and we got George. He's over at the Latvian Orthodox Church. Why do you want to accept the Latvian Orthodox faith? <clears throat> In this age of uncertainty and confusion, <laughs> a man begins to ask himself certain questions. How can one even begin to put into words something so um, enigmatic? Uh, Vast? No, not vast. Um... <laughs> well, whatever it is, basically, you like the religion. Yes. Uh, is there one aspect of the faith you find particularly attractive? I think the hats. <laughs> the hat conveys that, that solemn religious look you want in a faith. Very pious. Uh, are you familiar with orthodox theology? Well, perhaps not to the extent that, that you are, but... Uh, <laughs> but I, uh, I know the basic plot, yeah. Plot? Yes, you know, the, the, the flood and the uh, lepers and the commandments and all that. Well, it's obvious you are sincere in your desire. Oh, yes, I am, Father. Incredibly sincere. So, uh, am I in? <laughs> Sister Roberta knocks and kind of interrupts the meeting that George is having with the fathers and indicates that there's a man that's waiting. And then as she leaves, George indicates that, oh, she, Sister Roberta's a really nice nun. And the fathers are like, she's not a nun. She's a novice. She hasn't taken her final vows. We go, and uh, Sister Roberta ends up greeting Kramer, who's waiting for his friend George Costanza. And she gives Kramer a kind of a double look, and she's struck by Kramer and the Kavorka that he gives off. We go next to see that George and Jerry are over at Jerry's apartment, and George is talking about how his old meeting with the fathers went and what he needs to do. He's like, I... I it's like, it's simple. I just read a couple of books, memorize a few prayers, and by Christmas, I'll be Brother Costanza. Jerry's like, and what is Brother Costanza planning on telling Mother Costanza? <laughs> Brother Costanza will be taking the vow of silence. Uh, Kramer comes sliding into the apartment and he's got a slinky that Sister Roberta got him. Why'd she give you that? Well, I think she liked me. <laughs> what do you mean she liked you? Liked me. Kramer, they like everybody. They're friendly people. No, no, no. I think I picked up on a vibe. <laughs> you picked up on a vibe from a nun. Yeah, yeah. Jerry, I'm telling you, I have this power. And I have no control over it. Yeah, all right. Oh, that's my phone. Kramer leaves, and the blonde on the hall stops by, 
and she's there to check on Jerry because after the fungicide he found, he ended up saying that he didn't feel well and left abruptly. She leaves, and George is like, story? Come on, tell me what's going on. Jerry's like, oh, she's subletting Carol's place, and, you know, we were making out, and I went to the bathroom, and I found a tube of fungicide in her cabinet. And George's like, maybe it isn't hers. Maybe it belonged to Carol. Did you see your name on the tube? I didn't even think to look. Well, take a look. It might not even belong to her. Yeah. People always leave old things in their medicine cabinets. Yeah, I got this old bottle of cough medicine. I still have brill cream. Scene flips really quick. We got Jerry stopping by to use the bathroom over at that girl's house. He's trying to get a little bit more evidence about this fungicide. Then we flip quickly again, and we've got Elaine with her boyfriend. You sure you don't mind? Oh, of course not. People ask me medical questions all the time. Well, I mean, the question isn't even for me, actually. It's it's for a friend. Elaine, I'm used to it. I'm a doctor. <laughs> well, podiatrist. <laughs> huh? No, no, I'm just saying, you know, you didn't really go to medical school. You went to podiatry school, which I'm sure is very grueling in its own way. I went to podiatry school because I like feet. I chose to work with feet. Uh, I like feet, too. I, I'm just saying... Saying what? <laughs> See, flashes over to what Jerry's doing. He's in the bathroom, and he ends up stealing the fungicide that's in the medicine cabinet. Go and uh, check on what George is doing. He's over at his parents' house in the bathroom studying for his uh, Latvian Orthodox conversion exam. What are you doing in there? What? Nothing. <laughs> You've been in there an hour. You don't feel well? I'm fine. I want to know what you're doing in there. <laughs> Nothing. George, open the door. No. Georgie! No! We go really quick and we see Sister Roberta visiting Kramer and she finds another little toy to give him. And then we've got uh, George over at Jerry's apartment and he's helping George study for his exam. Okay, Latvius was the son of which apostle? And I'll need that in the form of a question. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't believe they're making me take this test. Elaine comes in and... Jerry's like, did you talk to your uh, boyfriend, doctor? She's like, well, I tried to, but we got into this little argument. He's like, well, well, well next time you see him, show him this. Elaine's like, you took the tube? <laughs> Elaine goes to the bathroom, and Jerry turns back around, and George is writing all the answers to the test on his arm. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to cheat for his conversion exam. Kramer comes in. He's like, I told you. I told you she liked me. Who? Sister Roberta. How do you know? She told me. She says she's never had a man stir up all these feelings inside of her. She's questioning her faith. She's thinking of leaving the church. Wow. Oh, right. This power. <laughs> Look what I'm doing. I'm dangerous, Jerry. I'm very, very dangerous. Next, we have George. He's at the church, and... The main father, he's, he's like, uh, George, I'm somewhat surprised by the results of your test. And George's like, oh, why? I've never seen such an impressive performance. It's like, you must be filled with the spirit of the Lord. Oh, yes, father, I'm, I'm full of it. 
<laughs> the other priest comes in whispers to us. Yes, 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 I see. I, I, I'm sorry, uh, something has come up. Oh, oh sure, I, I understand. <laughs> hey! <laughs> um, you wanted to see me, Father? Yes, please, sit down. Sister Roberta came to see me yesterday. I, I know what this is about, Father. Now, I didn't do anything. I just spoke to her innocently for just a few minutes. It's just that I... I have this power. Yes. Kavorka. Kavorka? Hmm? It is a Latvian word, which means the lure of the animal. <laughs> I don't understand. Women are drawn to you. She would give anything to be possessed by you. Help me, Father! Help me! Yes, 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 I will help you. Now, listen very carefully. I want you to buy ten cloves of garlic, three quarts of vinegar. In the next scene, we've got Jerry walking towards his apartment, and he smells something horrible, and he, it lures him towards Kramer's apartment. He knocks on Kramer's door, and he comes out, and Kramer's wearing a garlic necklace. Hey. Hey. What is going on here? It stinks in here. What are you doing? I got the kavorka, Jerry. The kavorka? What is that? The lure of the animal. I'm dangerous. But what is this thing around your neck? Well, the priests, they're helping me. I just bathed in vinegar. <laughs> you know, you're funkifying the whole building. Keep away, Jerry. Keep away. Kramer! We quickly get a shot of a couple of Estelle's friends who notice that George Costanza is converting that upcoming weekend. And of course, those old birds tell uh, Estelle. In the next scene, we've got Estelle flipping out. Laxy and Orthodox? Why are you doing this? For a woman? A woman? What are you, out of your mind? Why can't you do anything like a normal person? Wait. Is this the group that goes around mutilating squirrels? <laughs> no, it's a regular religion. I'm calling my lawyer. It might not be too late to get out of this. I don't want to get out of it. But George, you don't know what you're saying. You're under their control. What? They brainwashed you? No, no. You're not performing any rituals in this house? Go back to the psychiatrist, I beg you. And stay away from those squirrels. Next scene, we got Jerry, and he runs into the uh, blonde girl in the hall. And she's all tired. She hadn't slept. Jerry's like, what's wrong? And she's like, I, I hardly slept last night. Bonkers is going crazy. He's got this weird thing. It's like a virus, and I couldn't find any of his medicine. And Jerry's like, it's your cat. <laughs> Next, we got George, and he's at the church getting ready for his conversion and the father's like are you ready my son yes father <laughs> it's like did you say father it's like i i, I meant father he's like I'm, I'm just nervous we got kramer creeping out of the apartment and up to some girl that's hailing down a taxi and she gets one look and whiff of him and runs away. He's like, yes, it worked. Sister Roberta, I still have time. <laughs> and we see Kramer running through the city over to the church. And uh, at the same time, we've got George and his conversion ceremony. 
Congratulations, George. Welcome to the fate. Sister Roberta, would you please offer the final benediction? I can't. Oh. I'm sorry. It's a beautiful religion, but I am not worthy of it. I found something else. Him. We go and we're checking out Elaine and she's with her boyfriend and she's apologizing about the whole podiatrist doctor thing. She's like, I love the foot. He's like, so do I. She's like, how about that pinky toe? It's so adorable. <laughs> and as they're like kind of making up and making out, Elaine gets a call and he has to go to the bathroom. And uh, he goes into Elaine's bathroom and sees the fungicide in her medicine cabinet. He's like, fungus? <laughs> <laughs> Next we got Sister Roberta and Kramer talking. And after this whole like thing that he did to get rid of the Kavorka, she realizes that she made a big mistake. And she's like, I have to return to the church. <laughs> made a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, we close the episode it's George and his girlfriend. And she's like, you converted for me? She's like, I, I'm sorry. I'm just not ready. She's like, you know, maybe when I get back from Latvia. <laughs> That's how the episode ends. <laughs> George is just sitting at the table with lipstick on his forehead. <laughs> George, don't, George, don't ever change. Don't ever change. I'll take a doggy bag. <laughs> so it's strange. This episode is like the three side characters don't have names. Did you notice that? And I know actually you probably did because when you're recapping, it was like Elaine's boyfriend. Yeah. The neighbors, the person subletting Carol's apartment. Yeah. She never has a name dropped. And then George's uh, ex, she doesn't have a name either. <laughs> Yeah, I kept waiting to get names, but none ever um, just, happened. Just, just Sister Roberta. Sister <laughs> Roberta got named. Yeah. Jerry's stand-up, he mentions again, this time doctors have their diplomas up. So doctors and hairdressers. And and I guess like psychiatrists, they all have their diplomas displayed. And administrators. You have You have yours displayed? Yeah, because you I, have I to. No, I don't have to, but I just want to. When people come into my office, I'm like, I, I swear to God, I'm an administrator. <laughs> you don't believe me? There's my license right there. I'm there's my diploma. <laughs> you got them all lined up. No, <laughs> I got my master's degree here. I got my. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It is funny. You go to a doctor, like any doctor, psychiatrist, mm -hmm. the fucking general practitioner they got nine degrees hung up on the wall to prove what's going on yeah i was just recently um, at my ear doctor and next right I next to the it. right next to the sign um with the guy crawling in the ear <laughs> there's <laughs> there's his diploma right there <laughs> i noticed my podiatrist did not have uh, oh yeah yeah you recently saw a podiatrist yeah so i could give the you a podiatrist, podiatrist was... experience 
the podiatrist was not kind of mellow. He he didn't uh, he wasn't insecure about his uh, his education. Oh, he was quite the character. This guy, really. Mm-hmm. Give us a little. Uh, give our two uh, reluctant listeners a little. Uh, what happened story. at the podiatrist? Yeah, yeah. Why not? All right. So I went there. No one's listening anyway. Yeah. So I went there. He cut it open. I told. Yeah. Well, you talked about that. Just but... me and you. <laughs> just me and you. We're just just us guys chatting. Yeah. Just, just me. No, we went. We went back and forth. He cut it open, and then I got. You know, I told you I had the surgical shoe on for a little bit. Yeah. And then I went back. I got the stitches out, and he like literally walks in. This is like my second visit. He co- he comes in. He goes, "How's your toe?" I go, "Seems to be getting better." He comes in, he goes, I got to take your stitches out, leaves the room, grabs the tools to get the stitches out, pulls the stitches out and just leaves. <laughs> and as he's walking that. out the door, I'm like, I'm all set. He's like, yeah, you're all set. That's it. Left. Nothing. No, no follow up. No, no. Uh, you know, I'll see you whenever. He, just he didn't want to give an opinion on what the wound looked like or anything like that. No, he said, you know, he didn't. While he was pulling the stitches, he was like, "Okay, looks good." You know, he didn't give oh, okay. like he didn't give me a look or anything. Like, oh, this is, doesn't look great. So I'm just under the assumption that it was good. Pulled the stitches out and just left. Damn, my boy. <laughs> no, yeah. like advice of how to not have it. Like, just you know, no soak it or you know, keep it. <laughs> not no no advice on like treating anything. Just like. I also actually I think he said to me as he was leaving, I think he said, Hope to never see you again. Yeah. So I guess that's good. Yeah. That was my experience with the podiatrist. These doctors have they're always in a rush, but they they don't do anything. They have no social life. No, I you, you know, know it's been well, I see the you know, the podiatrist now. He's on my I got him on my medical resume, I guess. <laughs> He's on my chart. And uh, I got the ear doctor who's also pretty, actually the ear doctor like yelled at me because apparently when I made the appointment, I was supposed to, I always get the audiologist too to do the te- hearing test, which is worthless because it's the same every time I can't hear shit. Yeah. Um, so he sees me first, then he sends me into the audiologist, then I come back to see him again. And he's like, well, next time schedule the audiologist first. And I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah, uh, I just called and made an appointment. Like, I just did a follow up. Like, isn't that your guy's job to like put me in the proper order? <laughs> like, right. Like, why is it my fault? He was all mad about it. I'm like, yeah. really, guy? So that was fun. But then uh, I saw Williams too. Williams, Dr. Williams, the man, the piece. I can't get into Dr. Williams. He's yeah. all booked up. Yeah, you got to follow up. You got to just get on my chart and schedule something far out. Um, that's because he's in there. T- I, w- I saw him for an hour. We were talking football for 45 minutes. I mean, uh, I got him right now. I got him lined up for February. Oh, nice. The soonest. That's the earliest appointment I could get. Yeah, my doctor walks in and he's like, instead of being like, how's everything with the toe? First thing he goes, is, how are you feeling about the dolphins? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Dr. He's awesome. He's, he's the, the best. best. Yeah, he really is. Tell him you know me. <laughs> he's the best man i love that guy yeah he's gonna be probably mad at me when i see him though because i haven't done any any uh blood tests or whatever lately oh geez yeah you know i don't follow 
You know how those doctors get when you don't do the diagnostics. Yeah. They tell you to do something. You got to do it. <laughs> Why? Because of their diplomas? Yeah. All right. So I know you don't eat out as much as I do, but. Um... No, no one does. <laughs> maybe jo- maybe Joanna does because yeah. Have you ever people... have you ever in your life though gotten a to go like container that was shaped like a swan no. or like an animal? No. Like never. George gets that lobster and it's in a container that's like shaped like a like a swan. Never, never. No one puts that much effort into the to go packaging, do they? No, 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 <laughs> never. Okay, because I was I've like. Got... I think I've gotten to go, um, but you usually just put it into like a little uh, like styrofoam thing. Mm-hmm. But they never do it up into like an animal like that. Well, usually there's no like leftovers when I'm at the restaurant, but no, I usually don't. <laughs> I usually um, get dominated, but I usually don't leave anything left over. <laughs> <laughs> Could could make it look like a roach or something because it's so tiny. Whatever's left, the portion. <laughs> have you ever heard of Latvian Orthodox? I have not. Is that uh, real? That that can't be real. That's not. I, right? I was gonna say if you said yes, I was gonna say fake, 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 fake. <laughs> it's made. It's completely made up. It I is. Actually, yeah. I actually did a little research on this episode. Lat- so. Latvia. Is there a country called Latvia? I think- I don't think there's a country, but I'm really bad at geography. So I was trying to tell somebody the other day that North Dakota was like, uh, or South Dakota was like next to Kentucky. <laughs> I was like, that's what? your United States geography. And that's, I was all way off on that one. Jesus Christ. So I, Latvia, who the fuck knows? <laughs> it sounds like it would be near Croatia, probably. Yeah. It sounds area. like a real country. So if it is. Yeah, I I don't know. I never heard of it before. Well, it's funny because um, just to switch gears a little bit, I uh, was doing a little research on it, and I did come across some Latvian Orthodox scriptures with some rules. Okay. Let me give you those rules real quick. Okay. So they believe in circumcision, but not of the penis, but of the thumb. <laughs> Huh? Is this real? <laughs> You're joking around. <laughs> when sick, Latvian Orthodox people are to sit in a chair and hold a triangle above their head. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is this, is Tor Latvian Orthodox? I think he might be. Oh, or another my God. thing is on the high holidays. Adults are to wear necklaces made of garlic and onions. <laughs> and also on holidays, children are allowed to swear, including a, calling adults that eat too much fat fucks. <laughs> <laughs> but no, wait, Kramer did Kramer to ward off the Kavorka. He didn't have onions on that. <laughs> he had peppers. Hard. Yeah, but it was he wasn't celebrating the high holidays. If oh, he, he was okay. put some onions on there too. So if you want to celebrate, you put a you put garlic in onion. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and of course their uh, their followers must go to church and wear wonderful hats. <laughs> Very pious those hats. 
right. <laughs> to get back to get back to the questions. They're devout. <laughs> Do you realize George is always in love? Like, is it me or is it like every other episode? He's God. all in love with somebody. He's in love with the wrong. He should have been in love with Karen from the last. The last. Yes. Uh, Karen had a good flinty voice and um, was all sexual and fucking like hot. Yeah. You got this one and she's fucking off to Latvia <laughs> for a year. And he's like. She's the only one I've never lied to. Never lied to, yeah. <laughs> kind of. Uh, <laughs> like he's fucking infatuated. Then he's in love. He's in love with Jerry's girlfriend because she doesn't like him. Yep. He's a mess. This guy. He's fucking. <laughs> he's got so many fucking problems. But I mean, clearly, as we get a little bit more of the Estelle and Frank Costanza, we're seeing exactly why he's fucked up in the head. <laughs> yeah oh yeah you know what i'm saying like th- this guy is no chance i said it he cannot navigate his way through life jerry can jerry has enough social skills and like understanding of how it is to interact with people to be able to live in like till he's in his 70s or 80s george has no fucking there's no way guy could fucking ever live an entire life he's fucked up in the head man he's gonna end up in a in an institution yeah <laughs> right yeah it's like you wonder you know I, I like i said he's fallen in love and you're always you're saying he's always with the wrong one and it's like the spawn of estelle and frank like they fucked him up big time <laughs> like they, just, they... he doesn't know what love is no, how could he? Yeah. <laughs> they they were never meant to uh have kids and <laughs> and clearly it, you see it in in human form. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, what kind of values are those two lunatics handing down to George? Like what kind of conversations is Frank having with George as he enters puberty. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to discuss the birds and the bees. <laughs> like, like, oh, oh my God. Like that household is a. Oh my mess. God, a prophylactic record. <laughs> <laughs> You're grounded. <laughs> you turned my house into Bourbon Street. <laughs> But meanwhile, yeah. like they have this whole thing going on, but the man breastfed until college. Like, <laughs> I love how every time you mention it, it was like when he was until he was like fourteen, and then it's like in high school. No, it's like he's still breastfeeding to this day. I'm telling who the fuck knows at that household though, right, <laughs> Georgie? Are you thirsty? <laughs> i've mixed some home. sandwiches and some breast milk he's he's back home who knows what's going on over there <laughs> speaking of that moving back home like could him studying for the latvian orthodox test 
in the bathroom for an hour while getting yelled at by those two lunatics be any more of an advertisement for like not living at home with your parents? Oh my god, that is like the, there an hour. Um, What's going what on nightmare? in there? Uh-huh. So what a nightmare! Oh my god, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. This guy has been set up to fail as a human being. It's not his fault. His parents are just complete lunatics. How did they live until their 70s or whatever? They're maybe, nuts. Maybe if Aunt Baby was around, it, things would have been different. Things would have yeah. been a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. I think that moment in their life really fucked things. It, it, that's when everything went haywire. <laughs> it could all be traced back to Aunt yeah, Baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> How old would Aunt Baby be if she were alive today? <laughs> she would have never made it. <laughs> How did she pass away? Do you remember? What, Aunt Baby? Yeah, do you remember? No. <laughs> she, had, uh, she had problems. Oh, she had problems. <laughs> <laughs> she had tr- <laughs> problems. <laughs> do you think Jerry went into the bathroom with the intention of seeking out the medicine cabinet so he could check for the um, for any sort of fungicides or interesting things in those in that medicine cabinet no do you think he truly went in there to wash his hands from the orange yeah his hands were all sticky but i'm i'm actually the other side of this i think you're a little baffled by it because he's he's making out with this girl and he's got the sticky hands from the orange like jerry's the type of guy that he eats something and he washes his hands absolutely immediately and brushes his teeth yeah probably so I think he went in there and then was like, you know, I gotta check out this situation and look for something to He didn't get hold that vibe though when he went in. But he nudged it. Well, it was open. Yeah. And he didn't the break the seal. Are you a Kramer? Do you snoop? No, no. I would feel like if I saw that was even open a little bit, I would close it. There's certain things that like bother me. If like I saw that open like that, even partially, I would just make sure it was closed. Yeah. I don't know. No, I mean, it's like anything. You don't want to be snooping in people's shit. Do you do this with Crystal? Do you guys look at each other's phones? No. Right. Like, I mean, I've, I've been, I don't know. Like, she gets like me her phone or whatever. If yeah, somebody texts no, no, her, but I mean, out, like, if, if Crystal no. fell asleep on the couch, would you look snooping her phone? Nah. That's what I mean. Like, because if you look into people's lives, you can misinterpret shit and it just fucking ruins everything. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean, like, perfect example is this episode. Like, so, like, as an example, like Steph and I will just be going to bed or whatever. My phone will go off. And, um, you know, it's probably you or whoever will work or whatever. And she'll like, oh, who's that? Well, if you're going to bed, it's probably not me because that's 
Yeah, um, that's probably past your bedtime. But but <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah. And um, you know, like when we first started, she she was like, "Why are people texting you, messaging you?" I'm just like, I don't know, whatever. And um, I'm like, you could look at my phone, but I'm just gonna tell you that I have friends that are girls. So if you look at certain text messages, you may misinterpret what we're talking about and it bother you. So if you want to do that, go ahead. But you have nothing to worry about or whatever, you know. I mean, Uh-oh. Steph, you completely misconstrued the outgoing dick pic I sent. Right. Right. <laughs> Something like that. No, I'm just saying, like, no, like that I, was I, to my doctor. <laughs> No, I had like a we. I had some sort of conversation about that. I was just like, like you could you could look at anyone's conversation and mis misinterpret it. So it's like, do you really want to fucking like? And I'm trying to talk tell people about this too. Like when they're like, I I really want to look at my friend's phone or whatever. And I'm just like, you don't though because you're gonna get annoyed by something in there. Mm -hmm. So what I guess what I'm saying is. The whole snooping is like, there's no reason to do it. But like, why do it? Because nothing good is ever going to come out of it. Yeah. And only bad could come out of it, which could end up being a problem for no reason. It's like, everything's great. It's like, you just misinterpret something that's Mm -hmm. not a big deal. And it's all of a sudden, like, everything's ruined. I don't know what I'm trying to say. No, I got you. It's like you you read something, and if you're if you don't understand the context of the message, or right, you know what the the way the people are, I don't know who the person. It does a lot of it could be misinterpreted. I mean, my phone. If Crystal wants to snoop on it, it's just a bunch of messages from like you guys that say must be nice. Yeah, but I mean, (laughs) snoop enough. There's always something that would bother somebody, you know. But it. Only because they made it bother them. It probably is nothing. True. I don't know. If you're in a relationship, you just have to be, you just have to just live your life and not waste energy trying to figure out whether or not somebody likes you or if they're cheating on you or whatever. All that energy that you're putting forth is only going to lead to a negative outcome. No doubt. It's founded or not, you know? Yep. That's my wisdom that I've gained as I've gotten older. Because I've been down that road where it's like kind of the jealous, like, oh, you're talking to your friend from work. Like, what uh, What are you talking about? Like, Yeah. You know, for no reason. It's like, why waste my energy wondering? Like, either it's about work or it's not. Like, I can't change the outcome of how that's going to go anyway. So, truth. Anyway, that's the whole snooping. It's like preach, snoop- brother. Snooping in the <laughs> snooping in the medicine cabinet, snooping in your phone, snooping in your what your emails. Like On it's all the media. same. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. you're just gonna it. end up in a in a spot where you're misinterpreting something and then putting some weirdness into the whole thing. Right. You right. Probably right. were happy the whole time, like Jerry was. Exactly. I mean, they're eating oranges. They're hanging out on the couch, making out. Right. And, and then, then next thing you know, he, he won't even go near her. He's got a fake a flu. Right. <laughs> exactly. 
All right, so George still has brill cream in his cabinet. Do you know what brill cream is? Is that shaving cream? So that's why I always thought it was. And this, Can't actually, I, I looked it up, and this took the joke to the next level. So oh boy. brill cream is a British hairstyling product. It is used notably <laughs> for high shine, uh, for the high shine it provides. So, <laughs> so that that's what makes it amazing because i thought it was uh, like some old shaving cream i always pictured like the that shaving cream dad used to use with the brick and mortar with the mortar and pestle or whatever pestle, yeah. that's what i always thought it was but it's a hair cream and george is bald so it's like it's perfect that's how old it is so he had it since he had hair basically so it's like you see awesome how- you see how someone broke into his cabinet? Like how that could all be misinterpreted? Yep. They'd be like, well, whose hair, whose brill cream is he must be. He must be seeing some guy like Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Tony probably used that brill cream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Do you think a podiatrist is a real doctor? Uh... How long did they go to medical school for? They don't. They go to podiatry school. Yeah, yeah they're not a real doctor. So I always thought no, but then this guy fixed my foot, so I'm going to say yes. Yeah. <laughs> I let the fucker cut me open. <laughs> He's doing surgery on my toe. So. But then he just left you there. Yeah, he did just leave me there. Just wondering. and. <laughs> <laughs> All wondering right. And waiting. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I guess there's some type of doctor. I, I don't know. I mean, they're all the same. They're all awkward, fucking weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. They're smart, so they spend a lot of time invested into their field of uh, work. Yeah. They're all the same. Yeah. So I mean, they're doing post post schooling. It's not a particular medical school, but it's a specialized school. So. Yeah. Um, so this is actually a hypothesis I have on this episode is, uh, do you think George's girlfriend is lying saying she's going to Latvia? Um, I don't know. I didn't get that feeling when I, when I was watching it. I always watched it with the eye of like, she's really going to Latvia, but like, it's almost like she's just brushing them off. And she's she like, wanted I'm... to break up regardless. Yeah. Yeah. I think the first time maybe she was like, you know, I need a Latvian or whatever. But then at the end, when she looks completely different, in my opinion, and much better looking <laughs> in that last scene, mm. um, I think she's like, hey, I already, I've already moved on. I found this hot Latvian Orthodox guy. Looks like uh, Pat Swayze. moving on from you um so yeah i don't know it's possible so let's jump to the categories first category up down even steven uh george is uh down not he's almost even steven down i would say kramer is even steven Elaine is downish, even Stephen, and Jerry is downish, even Stephen. 
I I agree. Donish even Steven. That's like the girlfriend slash boyfriend of the week and it just ended because the usual <laughs> Yeah. All of them. Like Kramer has the Kavorka, but then he was able to get rid of the Kavorka temporarily and Sister Roberta went back to her fate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's, he's kind of happy about being able to do that. Jerry blows everything with the girl, but it's not really a big deal. Lane blows everything with the the podiatrist, but it's not a big deal. George goes through a whole metamorphosis, but the girl leaves him to go to Latvia. So he's down, but it's not the end of the world. Yeah. He's uh, disappointed his parents again, but <laughs> he's probably done that a million times. <laughs> 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 deep cuts, nitpicks, and observations. Deep cuts, nitpicks, and observations. Um, so I thought for the longest that that blonde was the same blonde with the blue sweatpants, but it's not the same. Person. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, but it's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. But she's the, got gray sweatpants. It does isn't she wearing a different shade of blue or something? Yeah, she's not the same person. But... No, um, Bond with the blue sweatpants lives in the other building too. Actually, oh, this right, one right. doesn't live in her in this building. She's subletting from Carol. So, right, right. Elaine's podiatrist boyfriend. He's in something. Do you recognize him from something? Yeah, he looks. He looks, he looks familiar. familiar. I can't put my finger on it though. Yeah. Not he's not in the last Boy Scout, right? <laughs> Could be. I think he's the trainer in on the last Boy Scout. <laughs> I mean, obviously, an observation would be the Kavorka. Yeah, the Kavorka's been working since day one, but it finally we finally get an explanation of what that vibe is. Um, that's the lure a, of the animal. It's the lure of the animal that Kramer has. He's dangerous. It'll be interesting to track whether Kramer has less luck with women after this. I don't think so. I don't think the Kavorka cure worked really. No, it was only temporary. It was only to get Sister Roberta to go back to the fate. Yeah. <laughs> Nitpicks. I don't really have any nitpicks. I think you do, but I don't. Yeah, that's I all know. I got. Uh, what do you have? A few things. Um, observations: twenty-five dollars for that lobster. How times have changed. It's now six dollars and fifty cents for a carton of eggs. So, <laughs> you can only imagine the price of lobster. Oh my god! Kramer abused the covenant of the keys to let George in to the apartment. Yeah, he did. So that was kind of a callback to the keys episode. Yeah. yeah. How'd you get in? Kramer. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to start singing. Oh, how I should be the most wonderful girl. Yeah. That ever walked out on me. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Tyler, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> another observation. Elaine calls fungi funguses, and then Kramer corrects her. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like the opposite of Elaine being smart and Kramer being statute of limitation stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um Elaine has problems with certain words. That's true. Seen, um, funguses and Svengali's. And oh, yeah. Svengali's or whatever. Like, Yeah, you're right. She has That's trouble. True. But she is smart. She got, what, a 1600 on the SATs? <laughs> Her IQ score is like 180 or something. Yeah. Yeah, she's a genius. <laughs> Thank you, Professor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a nitpick I do have, though, is um, a surprise conversion. Why not just tell his girlfriend's parents, like, hey, I know I'm not Latvian or- Orthodox yet, but I'm going to convert. So, you know. <laughs> why would uh, why would George do something like that, though? <laughs> <laughs> Why would he pick the smart option? Yeah, it's too normal to do something like that. He wanted to surprise her. He wanted to like when Henry when when King Edward advocated the throne for Mary Simpson. Right. So let's talk about the side characters. So we have, like I mentioned earlier, we don't have names, but we have George's girlfriend or, or ex as at this point. Yeah. At the beginning. Uh I mean I don't know. I guess she is necessary for the plot of the episode, but I don't like her at all. She weasels her way into getting the lobster. Yeah. Which is kind of fucked up. And then she weasels her way into getting her boyfriend to convert and then takes off to Latvia. How is George even affording that lobster, by the way? Is he getting an allowance from his parents, you think? Oh, that's a good point. (laughs) He must have saved up something because she she knew, he says she knows all about his situation. No job, lives with his parents. Yeah, true. I don't know how they, that, that should be a nitpick probably. What about Jerry's girlfriend? I like her. I don't care about the fungus side. I'd bang her. <laughs> she's hot. Yeah. She's very like air. She gives off like an airhead vibe, but I do I do kind of like yeah. her. Yeah. A little bit. Hi, Jerry. Like, <laughs> I just snap it over to see how you're feeling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what about Elaine's boyfriend, the podiatrist? I don't like I said. The, every time I saw him pop up, I'm like, he's in something. He's in a soap opera or something. Yeah. Is he the doctor that's like breathtaking? Is that the same guy? No, it's not. Definitely not that guy. Okay. Okay. Is it me or is he a little too into the feet? Like, I get it, like he likes his job. He's a podiatrist. He should kind of like dabbling in anonymity in the feet, but like, it's almost like creepy foot fetish feelings on the feet <laughs> like he's i don't know he's a little too into the feet for my for my taste he's dabbling in total anonymity so yeah you never know what's going on with these guys uh what about sister roberta she's another one i'd probably bang 
I'd uh, I kind of dig. I like how she's like. I found you another toy. She's what like, is that? What is that second toy she gives him? It's a little uh, box puzzle kind of thing <laughs> where you gotta like can reconfigure it and stuff. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so she's bringing Kramer toys. Yeah, she's cute, but she's full of uh, the allure of the animal. Like she, <laughs> she's like revved up. Yeah. What about the fadas? <laughs> They're funny as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I love those guys. When George is talking with them, they're laughing. They're like, you seem to have a passion for like the religion or whatever. And he's like, well, I wouldn't say as much as you or whatever. Like <laughs> they're like, they're giggling. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I caught him. He's like stock market George. He's like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. He well, we he's asked- laying it on thick with those two. Yeah, he, he when he's in an interview of some type, like he just fucking he's good. He's oh yeah, you're it. right. He's full of it. Yeah, he's really good at the interviews. That's true. That is a really yeah. good point. Yeah, but they're they're funny as hell. They're like, so what uh, particular part of the religion do you like? It's like well, the the hats. And they look. <laughs> They look at him like what? And then he fucking pulls it off. Yeah. He like he like strokes the one dude's ego. Yeah. Gives it a very pious look. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like <laughs> they love they're eating it up. Yeah. It's funny as fuck. Yeah, it's great how he could just pull because he literally went in there unprepared and was able to pull that all off and just looked up, saw the hats. And then freestyled the line about it being a pious look. Yeah, it's just perfect. Yeah, uh, I mean, we we've t- obviously the only other side characters, the Costanzas. I mean, we we love them. It's they're amazing. This is one of the. This is some amazing Costanza work. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I hope you. Uh, I hope you drop their pretty much all of their all of their lines. In oh the, yeah, uh, Sign Bros episode. Oh, I, yeah. can't, I can't replicate that nonsense. No, that, <laughs> that insanity that's going on yep. over there in Brooklyn. <laughs> yep, no doubt. Yeah, so the the cancel culture. I'll do that real quick. It's just probably the fact that George is converting religions for a girl <laughs> for no reason, <laughs> and how oh, they that. Just, that and he just he he's doing it and he could care less about the religion. Yeah, that's whatever. The, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's a, he's basically it's not like changing toothpaste, George. Right. <laughs> like Jerry has a line, like it's not like you're changing your toothpaste. Like that's basically how he's treating it. Yeah, exactly. He just um, has no respect. Best liner scene from the episode. Probably when uh when George is on his way to leave to go to the his conversion, and mm-hmm. they're, and they're just that's the Costanzas in a nutshell. Who yeah. put you up to this? It's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a group that goes around mutilating squirrels? <laughs> like that. All that is just fucking perfect. Yeah, yeah. I have a few written down. I have um when. <laughs> George is like, Jerry, King Edward, Jerry, King Edward. And Jerry's like, well, King Edward didn't live in Queens with Frank and Estelle Costanza. <laughs> and then when George decides to convert and he tells Elaine and Jer- Jerry, 
And because Elaine told him the story about King Edward, he leaves and Elaine turns to Jerry goes, I guess this one is my fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You, you already kind of mentioned the Costanzas, but like Estelle's like, why can't you do anything like a normal person? <laughs> Wait, is that the group that goes around mutilating squirrels? <laughs> it's just so perfect. And then my favorite scene is George explaining to the fathers um, that he understands the basic plot. (laughs) You have the flood and the leopard. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so is that it? Can I, can I convert? (laughs) Is there an expedited uh, <laughs> version where I can? <laughs> I'm gonna need you to read these texts. <laughs> he has no fucking respect for that religion at all. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, who? Which character won the episode? I got a toss up between probably George and Kramer. Yeah. George is really fucking funny, and I, I, I pretty. Probably just want to give it to George, I think. I was going to say the Latvian Orthodox people, but um, yeah, I think George. I just think it's George is so funny in this one. It perfectly sums up his character, too. Like, he's so in love with this woman because she's a woman, then whatever, (laughs) that he's willing to just convert and he's like so laissez faire about it. And that he cheats on the conversion test because he gives a shit less. <laughs> and then he's it's just so perfect. Yeah. I, I gotta say George too. Yep. So could you spare a square and discuss the stall? I don't have a square to spare, but I will jump into the stall. We've got Elaine and uh she's at the movie theater, and she needs to go to the bathroom, the bathroom, and uh, she needs some TP to clean up, but she doesn't have any in her stall, so she gestures to the stall over to the right of her. This is kind of embarrassing, but there's no toilet paper over here. Are you talking to me? Yeah, I, I just forgot to check, so if you could spare some. No, I'm sorry. What? No, I'm sorry, I can't spare it. You can't spare it? No, there's not enough to spare. Well, well, I don't need much. Just three squares will do it. I'm sorry, I don't have three squares. Now, if you don't mind. Three squares? You can't spare three squares? No, I don't have a square to spare. I can't spare a square. (laughs) Well, is it two ply? Because if it's two ply, I'll take one ply. One ply. One puny little ply. I'll take one measly ply. Look, I don't have a square, and I... We've got Jerry. His date comes back to the seat, and he's talking about how great the popcorn is with the artificial butter. He's like, Elaine's somewhere here, too, with her new date. And we flash quickly to see that Elaine is there with her date, Tony. And Tony's like, where's my popcorn, babe? (laughs) 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 And then you got the back and forth with Elaine and Jane. 
explaining this whole bathroom incident. You would not believe what just happened to me in the bathroom. I mean, a person needs a certain amount of toilet paper to be covered. I simply could not spare it. This woman just didn't get it. She kept harassing me. Three squares. That's all I was asking for, three squares. She wouldn't stop. Help me, help me. She was insane. I was begging her. How dare she? You want me to get the manager? Too bad I don't have those old ladies walking around with flashlights anymore. Flush her out. I don't know what she looks like. I wonder where Elaine is sitting. I really wanted you to meet her. She's supposed to be here tonight with our new boyfriend, Tony. I wonder where Jerry's sitting. He was supposed to be here tonight with his new girlfriend. I'm dying to see what she looks like. Just as Elaine's kind of finishing up the whole thing, Tony gestures towards the balcony. He's like, hey, babe. You think if I jumped off that balcony, I'd get hurt? (laughs) Next scene, we got Kramer, and he's coming into Jerry's apartment, and he wants to use Jerry's phone because his phone's charging, so he can call one of these 976 numbers. And uh, he's telling Jerry that he'll pay him back for any of the fees. Takes the phone and goes into Jerry's bedroom. Elaine comes into the apartment and she's all annoyed about the whole situation that happened at the movie theater. And she's explaining to Jerry about what happened in the bathroom. I am never going to the movies again. Hey, where were you last night? I looked for you. I didn't see you. I looked for you too. I was all the way over on the side. Oh, with the pretty boy, Tony. Yeah. Hey. Right. Okay. Hey, Tony. Yeah. Hey. That's nice. Listen, listen to this. I am in the bathroom right before the movie starts. Uh huh. And I'm in the stall, and there's no toilet paper. No, what? Elaine's like, yeah, it was horrible. She couldn't even spare a square. She's like, I'll never forget that flinty voice. It's tattooed in my brain. She's like, but you know, since we miss each other at the movie theater, we should. The four of us are gonna go out like next Saturday, right? She's like, that'll be fun. And Jerry's like, oh, yeah, that should be real fun. (laughs) (laughs) Elaine's like, Jerry, can I call Tony real quick? And Jerry's like, yeah, no problem. She picks up the phone and you got Kramer. Then we'll get a cab and we'll do it in the back seat. (laughs) How's that, Andre? Andre? Oh, what about the driver? (laughs) I'm getting an accident. So what? Well, that wouldn't be very good. Hey, Andre, get the hell off the phone. What, what is going on? What, who is Andre? Kramer's Andre. He's fooling around with these 976 numbers. Hey, I told you, I don't want you doing that on my phone. Jerry, I'm telling you, this phone sex thing is hilarious. I like this Erica woman? Here, look. You gotta call her. The voice she uses. Hey, you know, it's weird because that voice sounded a little familiar to me. Hey. You hungry? You want to monks? No, I gotta go downtown. Oh, wait, you're giving me a little right? Yeah. So listen, what happened last night with Jane? Oh, nothing. She just uh, choked on a jujube. Next, we got Jerry and Elaine driving downtown, and Elaine's like, they're looking at her watch, and Jerry's like, oh, oh no, don't want to keep Tony waiting. And Elaine's like, Jerry, you got a problem with Tony? Jerry's like, Hunky Tony? No, no, no. (laughs) 
And Jerry's like, come on, you're only dating him because he's good looking. She's like, I'd go out with him regardless of what he looked like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tony's a bimbo. He's a male bimbo. He's a mimbo. And uh, Elaine's like, come on. No, he's not. He's an exciting, charismatic man who happens to have a perfect face. <laughs> Jerry's like, oh, yeah, right. He's like, but anyway, I think George has a non-sexual crush on him anyway. We flash quickly to see George and Tony at Monk's. So I said, uh, hey, dude, you better step off. Step off? Yeah. You said step off? Wow! <laughs> that, that is too much! <laughs> hey, uh, hey, uh, Tony. I, uh, I just had this brainstorm for us. Can you guess what it is? No. Bowling. What do you say? Bowling? Huh? Bowling's insane! Bowling is crazy time! Bowling. I don't think so, George. You get no rush from bowling. Rush? You want to rush? Drop a ball on your toe, my friend. Talk about a rush. You'll be throbbing. You'll see visions. No, 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 no. I'm thinking rock climbing. All right, rock climbing. Uh, ju just the two of us. All right, all right. Uh, hey, I'll make some sandwiches. Yeah, what, what, what do you like, tuna, peanut butter? What, whatever. All right, all right. I got to buy some bread. Yeah, yeah. You know, I am definitely down for some rock climbing. Yeah, me too. I am down. I am totally down. Mark me down. <laughs> cool. So uh, what do you say we climb a rock? Manana. Uh, manana. Uh, manana might might be a problem. I'm, I'm supposed to uh, have a boil lanced manana. <laughs> You know, I, I think they charge me if I cancel with only one manana's notice. Hey, Kramer! Kramer walks into Monks as they're talking about rock climbing. And somehow we got Kramer wants to join. So we got George, Tony, and Kramer, and they're going to go rock climbing. Next scene, we have uh, Elaine, and she's talking to George, and she's like, rock climbing. <laughs> Where do you come off going rock climbing? Rock climbing? You need a boost to climb into your bed. All right. All right. Yeah, what is it with you and Tony? What, what are you, like a sidekick now? Yeah, that's right. I like it. Such a cool guy. Cool guy? What are you, in eighth grade? He's the first cool guy I've ever been friends with in my whole life. You know, it's a different world when you're with a cool guy. He's not afraid of anybody. You hear the way he talks to waitresses. He gets free pie. We got Kramer coming in, and George flips out at him and all pissed off. He's like, you, you butted in. You, you took over. It's like, you got into me and Tony's day. Kramer's like, he invited me. What are you talking about? It's like, ah, come on. It was supposed to just be me and Tony's like, Kramer's like, you know what? You love him. You really <laughs> love him. <laughs> and uh, George kind of walks away a little bit. It's like, goes to Elaine. He's like, Elaine, what kind of sandwich does this Tony like? Does he <laughs> like peanut butter? No, he hates it. Phone rings and Kramer picks it up. 
Kramer gives the phone to Jerry and he's like, she says it's Jane, but the voice sounds sounds so familiar. It's it's throaty, almost flinty. <laughs> Next scene opens up. We've got Tony, Kramer, and George, and they're uh, all rock climbing, and Kramer's having a blast, of course, and George is freaked the fuck out, just hanging there. And Tony's like all serious about the whole rock climbing thing, and Tony yells up to Kramer and George. He's like, George, grab the rope and thread it through the carabiner, and I'll climb up to you guys, okay? All right, Tony. Hey, George, do you have any food, dude? <laughs> yeah, I got some I got some tuna and salmon salad because I know you don't like the peanut butter. And as he's looking for the sandwich, he lets go of the rope, and Tony plummets to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and George and Kramer just hanging from the rock screaming <laughs> next scene we got Jerry and Jane and they're eating some pizza over at Jerry's place and Jerry needs to wipe his hands because they're all greasy he asks Jane for a napkin what? your napkin I'm dripping well where's your napkin? I, I used it up well I need mine <laughs> Look at the time. I gotta get to work. You know, I'd like to hear about this job of yours. I told you already, it's very boring. You know, I think I had a little too much garlic. Can I have a piece of your gum? Ah, you're fine. <laughs> well, how does this thing work? Just press it. It's Elaine. Oh, come on up. Who is it? It's Elaine. Oh, uh, is, is she coming up? Yeah. Oh. Huh. Jerry's like, you know what? She's like, your breath is really garlicky. Take some, take some gum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take some gum. <laughs> Gives her like six pieces of gum. She's chewing just like a big wad as Elaine comes up and she's like, "Oh, hi, Jane." And she's like, "Nice to meet you. I'm gonna get going." <laughs> <laughs> she's all garbled up. She can't fucking speak, and uh, she leaves. And Elaine's like, "What?" Is with the gum. <laughs> and Jerry's like, I, I don't know. She's like, he's like, I don't even think we could be together. It's fucking weird. <laughs> it's, it's embarrassing with the, with the whole gum thing. <laughs> George and Kramer are outside listening to what's going on in the apartment, trying to figure out if Elaine's in there. And they're like, oh, she's in there. She's like, what are we going to tell her? <laughs> Jerry opens the door. Do you have fun? Yeah. Well, for a little while. Yeah. Where's Tony? Oh. <clears throat> Kramer was supposed to tie a knot. Whoa, whoa, Ginga. You were supposed to tie the knot. What? Did something happen? Well, Tony took a bit of a tumble. His face. Did something happen to his face? Well, it all depends on what you mean by happen. He's alive. Yeah. What happened to his face? Tell me, what happened to his face? Well, you see, he slipped and, and landed on a kind of a... A rock. Yeah. <laughs> Elaine takes off to go see Tony. Next, we've got the scene opening up, and it's Elaine at her apartment with Tony. So, what did the doctor say? <laughs> they said, uh, they said I'm coming along. 
Yeah. But, but what else did they say? Well, let's see. They said, uh, Tony, try to keep it clean. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, um, did they get into stuff like, uh, long, jagged scars or gross deformities, major skin grafts, stuff like that? I, I really don't remember. I was kind of out of it the first couple of days. I was on a lot of medication, you know, it was kind of like a haze. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, in this medicated haze, in this sort of woozy state, um, do you recall the words radical reconstructive surgery being uttered? I don't know. I don't know. Think, Tony, think. Uh, we got George showing up at Elaine's place because he wants to see Tony and apologize for everything. And Tony's like, step off, George. <laughs> I don't want to see you. And George is kind of groveling like a worm. Me? Step off? Yeah. Tony says you better step off, George. But why? It wasn't my fault. I, you asked me for a sandwich. I, I made such delicious sandwiches, Elaine. <laughs> Just beat it, dude. Here, Elaine. Yeah. Uh, Superman. <laughs> T Tony, please. Uh, next time it'll just be the two of us. There won't be any next time, George. Oh. Oh, Tony, don't. Okay. We go and we see we got uh, Jerry and Jane. And Jerry's getting a massage from Jane. He's like, I've been waiting a long time for this. <laughs> And uh, he's like, yeah, it's a real shame that Tony got all banged up. We're not going to be able to go on a date with him and Elaine. Kramer comes in at, at this point. And Jerry's like, oh, uh, Jane, this is my neighbor, Kramer. Hello, Kramer. <laughs> well, hello, Jane. Jerry's told me so much about you, I feel like I know you intimately. Oh, I don't think so. No, we never met. I never talked to you before on the phone. All right, I'll see you later, buddy. Oh, wait, 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 go, wait, go. Uh, uptown, uh, to the Y. Oh, I'm going uptown, too. You want to split a cab? What about the driver? He's <laughs> like, oh, forget it. I changed my mind. <laughs> Aid leaves, and Kramer's like, Jerry, that's Erica, that voice. It's tattooed on my brain. <laughs> You're crazy. Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's impossible. <laughs> is it? Or is it so possible that your head is spinning like a top? It can't be, can it? Or is your entire world just crashing down? Enough! <laughs> <Jerry. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> next scene we got. Elaine and Jerry and they're at Monks and Elaine's all worried about what Tony's going to look like. And Jerry's like, I thought you didn't care what he looks like. Elaine's like, maybe I'll learn something. Maybe, maybe if his face is, is messed up, it's like, I'll, I'll love him for who he is. <laughs> what do you think, Jerry? Jerry's like, I, what? I didn't hear anything you said. He's like, is that Kramer over there? <laughs> Kramer comes over and he's like, oh, meeting Erica here. And just as uh, he lets him know, Jane walks in. Hello, Erica. Erica? What are you talking about? How could you say things like that over the phone? What things? What are you talking Selling about? Selling sexual pleasure on the phone? I sell paper goods, you jerk. Paper goods? 
Excuse me, do you have a tissue? No, I'm sorry, I can't spare it. There's just not enough to spare. Elaine recognizes her voice and gets all like on the defensive. Jane's like, I gotta go to the bathroom. Elaine gets up really quick and rushes to get there before her. Oh, damn. Something wrong? Yeah, there's no toilet paper in here. I usually check, but would you mind? I can't. I don't have it. I don't have a square to spare. I can't spare a square. Hey, wait a minute. I know you. That's right, honey. And I know you. Go! Don't call me anymore. You either. And that's how the episode ends. All right, so the episode starts off, and we have Elaine and Jane next to each other in the stalls, and uh, Elaine's asking to spare a square. So who do you think's in the right, Elaine or Jane? I wouldn't say necessarily in the right, but... If Jane has a spare to square, a square to spare, she should. I mean, what the hell? Yeah, I mean, we're living in a society, right? That's that, the perfect it, example of we're living in a society. Like exactly. I mean, you can't just help a fellow patron out. It's battle I mean, conditions in there. If she if she really doesn't have any squares to spare, then okay. But Elaine's well within her. Well, within social norms to ask, yeah, have any. I mean, she's not doing anything bad. Yeah, the only thing is, how does that transaction happen? Like, how do you get somebody? I guess she could have reached under because Elaine reached under and her hand was dangling there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have a couple, I mean, do you, do you think Jane had enough squares to spare and she was being a bitch, or did she not have enough? She definitely was. She had plenty of space. She probably had two rolls in there. So she was because if you see if you see from the evidence later in the episode, when Jerry asks her for her napkin, she won't even let him have that. And then Elaine asked for a tissue, and she didn't have a, a tissue there either. It's like this woman is a she's like hoarding her paper goods basically. I would say Jane and Jane types are responsible for the paper, for the toilet paper shortages of the era. (laughs) Paper, the toilet paper and tissue shortage of uh, 2020. Yep. I mentioned this before and Jen, Jerry definitely agrees with me that the artificial butter is, is better than regular butter. Oh my God! We talked about it a while back about COVID bitter. It's, it's awesome. So I would say artificial butter. But you need is... some. Sp- you need some squares though when you get that. Oh yeah, definitely. You need a lot of napkins. I would say artificial butter is the is the Doctor Waldo of butter. It's greater than <laughs> <laughs> regular butter. It's yeah. greater than regular meteorologists. Yeah. <laughs> I I can't disagree with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> is that even but like what is that stuff? I think it's butter, it just, but it's 
Is it oil? I think it's butter and oil or something. I have no idea, but it's fucking delicious. It really is. Yeah. I now use the uh, the TikTok trick of TikTok taught me. Stick the um, a straw in your popcorn and then drip the butter down the straw so it gets to the bottom. And it's like the best trick ever. Oh, wow. I've never seen that before. That's a yeah. great idea. It's a life changer. So now, because uh, you always get the butter on the top, and you're like, it's delicious. Yeah. Then you get to that bottom dry ass popcorn. Yep. But with this oh trick, it's God. even distribution. Yes, that with the like like an ice cream sundae. Yeah. <laughs> fudge. Yes. They put the fudge on the bottom. <laughs> yes. So you get even distribution. Yes, that's perfect. Yep. So Elaine mentions that it's time for Jerry to defrost his freezer. Is this something that we actually have to do? Because I've definitely never done this before, but I've replaced two refrigerators in my life. So I'm, I'm imagining this is probably why. Um, <laughs> or are I these new fridges and freezers like automatic defrosting? I don't think so. But yeah, if you see that the freezer is getting smaller, you should probably intervene. Meaning the ice crystals are building up. But like, I don't, I think with the newer refrigerators and freezers that they kind of take care of itself. I've never done anything like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think there's probably something that used to happen. I, I've seen freezers before where it's just like the ice crystals are taken over. Mm. But mine doesn't get like that. So I don't uh, know. But I mean, if you're going to murder your whole family and stuff them in a freezer, you should probably <laughs> do that first. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Lloyd Braun did that. Lloyd Braun, yeah, he had prepped that by, <laughs> by frosting his freezer. freezer. Yeah, Take that was the first the entire family in there. <laughs> <laughs> so would would you ever go rock climbing? Um, yeah, I think so. That seems like it might give you a rush. <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, I would do that before I would jump out of an airplane or bungee jump. Like, I I think that would be cool. Yeah. Definitely um, not for the faint of heart, for sure. I don't really get nervous about, like, heights or anything like that. Yeah, I I wouldn't go rock climbing. I wouldn't even do it manana. (laughs) You want to do it manana? Manana. If you had, uh, if if manana was open? Uh, even even after I got my boil lanced, I still wouldn't go. Really? <laughs> um, I it's funny. I had a stage of my life when I wanted to jump out of an airplane, and that that passed pretty quick. <laughs> I just didn't know the, you know, like we've mentioned before, I didn't know the procedures. I didn't know how do you even get to that. Like, who do you call the experience jumping out of a plane? Who do you like? Where do you, what's the first steps? What's the next step? Like, so I was like, that passed in about six months, and I was like, oh, I'm not not gonna do that then. <laughs> and now it's like, no, I can't believe I ever thought about doing that. But I would never jump out of an airplane. Yeah. That seems like a real rush. That's a rush, <laughs> <laughs> like bowling. <laughs> It's funny, George's first thoughts when they talk about getting together and going rock climbing is like, what are we going to eat when we go there? <laughs> and I feel like that's me with like everything. 
Like when I go to the beach, I'm always like, all right, cool. I would definitely want to go to the beach, but where are we going to eat? <laughs> <laughs> or what are we bringing? Like, is there going to be chips there? <laughs> oh my God. Do, I, do I pack sodas and beers? Like what, what, what are the, what are the beverages? What are the, what, are the, what items am I bringing? Anytime I go anywhere. Oh yeah. We're going bowling after I drop the ball on my toe. Like, are we going to this restaurant or like, you'll be throbbing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the last thing I would think about if I was rock climbing would be food. I mean, I would just be like, all right, how are we going to getting, how are we getting from point A to point B? And then once we get up there, I would start thinking about food, but not like, I wouldn't be worried about it as we're trying to do it. Was Tony going to eat a salmon salad sandwich just right on the side of the cliff there? Yeah, right. He was just going to dangle off and eat. Why did George has got those sandwiches in his pocket? <laughs> <laughs> right pocket salmon salad, left pocket tuna. <laughs> oh, my God. The sandwiches, Tony. The sandwiches. <laughs> I brought sandwiches. <laughs> Have you ever had a friend so cool that they get free pie? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Not that I recall. You? Nah. I'm trying to think of a situation where somebody was like so cool with the waitress they got free pie or free items. Um, can't say I've ever hang out hung out with anybody so cool. I've never had a cool friend. <laughs> <laughs> It's tough to be as cool as Tony. Yeah. So do you think Kramer horns in on George's rock climbing trip? Or do you think George is overreacting? George is overreacting. I mean, Tony invited him. Yeah. Kramer just walked in and he's like, what are you doing manana? He's like, I'm not doing anything manana. Manana? Nada. <laughs> yeah. So he invites him and George gets jealous about it. Well, it's yeah, funny too because George had just turned down. Like he said, he had a getting. He was getting. Oh right, he didn't even want to do the rock climbing. Yeah, oil situation. So, so essentially, George is horning in on Kramer and Tony's trip, right? Because at that point, George wasn't even going, and then Kramer was going, and then George decided to go. So did George absorb the cost of canceling the appointment? <laughs> I think to go on that to go on the rock climbing. Yeah, the imaginary appointment that he had. <laughs> he couldn't think of Oh, anything. you think you you think oh, it yeah. was a fake yeah. Yeah, he made that shit up real quick. Why would he say getting a boil lance? That doesn't sound like a rush. He should have said something different. Yeah, that is kind of a weird thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> the big question is Jane actually Erica? Yes. So part of me thinks she is, and I would say I'm 80% she is Erica. Well, how does she know at the end? But she doesn't, all she does at the end is do a voice. And then Jerry had no intentions of seeing Jane. She came to Monks because Andre invited her. <laughs> Andre invited her. So she walks in and when she and sees, sees Jerry, Jerry, she switches gears. Yes. Okay. 
right? Because did you get the impression that Jerry was anticipating Jane coming? No, he wasn't because she he was said, with, oh, I thought you'd be here. So that was her switching gears Yeah, on that. Jay, Jerry was with Elaine. And then her selling paper goods, you idiot, is like her excuse. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I think you're right. You convinced me. I was 80% there. Now I'm 100% there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So with that, let's uh, jump to the categories. First okay. category, up, down, even Steven. Jerry's even Steven. Elaine is up. George is down. And Kramer is even Steven. George is down because his man crush is rejecting him. Mm-hmm. Jerry is even Steven downish. Because, um, I mean, I don't know. Things weren't really going anywhere with, with Jane anyway from Jump because she got into a fight with Elaine, which there was only so long for that to last. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elaine is down because her Mimbo had a facial problem after the fall. And Kramer is like even Steven up because his contribution to the episode basically came out at the end that he was right about Erica. Mm-hmm. Am I missing anything? No, that's perfect. That's all I would say, too. You said Elaine was up, right? No. Down, kinda... because her mimbo. Well, so I think her she's down-ish, but I think she ends even Steven. I think because she gets the revenge at the end. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. No, I did say that she was like uppish because of that. Yeah, yeah. she had the yeah, and she only liked Tony for the face, so it wasn't like a long lasting thing anyway. Yeah, she was probably gonna break up with him anyways. I mean, in a couple weeks, she said it. Like we yeah. was only gonna go on for another couple weeks. Yeah, I'm down with that. All right, mark me down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> deep cuts, nitpicks, or observations. That's, uh, what's his name? Dave. Dan Cortez. Dan Cortez, that's right. Yeah, from uh, uh, MTV. Yeah. MTV Beach or whatever. Yeah, and then that's Jamie Gertz is the female actor. So it's like two. Yes, yes. Pretty known Do actors. I recognize her from somewhere. Yeah, it's funny because I looked up our IMDb and she looks so familiar from a lot of other things, but there's nothing on there that's like stands out to me. Like, oh, I know her from that show. It's just yeah. like she's on a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, do you have any others? What about the driver? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Andre. Um, no, I don't have much. All right. So observations. Jerry starts to stand up with, um, he's talking about whales. Yeah. And I was like, it's funny because I started watching the episode and I was like, am I watching the marine biologist? I did the same one? thing. It was I so random. Same exact, I had to stop it because I'm like, I'm, I'm, I skipped it. And then, I, but it said, it said the stall. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad it wasn't the same me. thing. Yeah. So it, it's, um, it, I think I, I could be wrong on this, but I think when we get to marine biologist, I don't think Jerry stand, has a stand up in that one. He did it. So maybe the they pulled it from that one, but I could be wrong about that. So, um, 
We'll see. Yeah. Yep. Also, another observation: Jerry on the computer, <laughs> so futuristic, oh, yes. Yes, so right. random. Like twice in this episode, just on the computer, it looks like he's like checking stocks or something. Yeah, he's probably just balancing his checkbook or something. It's so weird to see that though. It's such a weird image. And yeah. I, I caught that too. That old ass computer, but like it's just funny that computer, computer Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things been um, sitting there for three seasons. Yeah, <laughs> he finally gets to use it. So here's the opposite, kind of a observation nitpick. I don't know how fake does the rock climbing scene look? Oh my god, it's awful. <laughs> it looks like there, like there's a partial rock, and then there's a painting in the background. <laughs> yeah, it's it's awful. Yeah, <laughs> that's just, it's like that's so obvious. 90- that- 93 yeah. special effects you got going out there. It's like so obvious now with HD and everything. So like yeah. um it, it stands out even more. Yeah. Another observation. Jane is giving Jerry a massage. You mentioned this kind of earlier, but Jane is giving Jerry a massage and he says, Oh, I've been waiting so long for this. Yeah. Call back to the masseuse, which I love how it crossed yeah. the episode. And it's just yeah. like it's just the throwaway line, but it's like perfect. Yeah, it's the and the crowd reacts to it because they recognize it too. Yep, yep, yep. And then I have a nitpick on this one is uh so I would imagine um Tony is probably a rock climbing slut expert. You know, he knows all the terms. He's like run the car- the line through the carabiner and like He's rock climbing gives you a rush. Yeah. <laughs> so why why is George and Kramer like above him on the mountain? Like you would think he'd be like leading the way, running the carabiner through the line. Like he's he's uh, you would think he'd do the hard part. <laughs> they would be like down below. Yeah, I don't know. You're right. I don't know if they're in a the more difficult pos- position or if he is. Yeah, that's true. There is solo rock climbing, so I'm trying to. But there's also like you go with partners, and I don't know which which is the more difficult position. That's true. So maybe it is to be. It's harder to like come from below or whatever. So yeah, yeah. So maybe it's not. I don't know. So here's another nitpick: is uh, I don't know how far uh, Tony fell from, but did he fall directly on his face? That's the only part of his body that got injured. Yeah, he's not like he has like they couldn't put like a cast on him. <laughs> did you see the facial? Did you see how fake that, that was? <laughs> it was just like a, a gauze pad, and like a little tape. And it's like, it was so stupid. With like a finger splint for his nose. It was like, what? Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. It was like the, the, the thing you put on your when you have a broken finger. That's what they put on his nose. Yeah. It was so stupid. Yeah. And nothing else is just his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. All right. So, do you have any thoughts on Jane? She's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. Annoying as fuck with the paper. Yeah. It's kind of a problem. I mean, bearing the squares, like, I couldn't hang out with her. I mean, what's a bigger problem? The gum or the. <laughs> <laughs> the paper. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> what is There's with it. the gum? <laughs> what is with the gum? <laughs> I know. Uh, God, I don't know. I, I, she's a weirdo. 
I mean, I love it's funny because her interactions with Jerry are like like when she's taking the gum from Jerry, she's like kind of got like a sweet vibe to her. Yeah. But when it comes to paper products, man, she is oh, that's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> she's Don't a hoarder, a paper hoarder. Um, and let's let's just go at it with Tony. Like I fucking love Tony. Tony's he's, funny. He's, he's like funny. one of my favorite characters of all time <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> Step up, George. Yeah, step off. <laughs> and everything's yeah, just step, like his first like real line is like, "Babe, if I jumped off that balcony, do you think I get hurt?" <laughs> <laughs> you knew when you knew when Elaine was dating a guy like this. This was gonna be a funny episode. <laughs> oh yeah, and when he's just like, she comes back. Where's my popcorn, babe? Where's my popcorn, babe? <laughs> <laughs> Him and George, like this is so funny. Oh, oh yeah. my god! Yeah, so. just just George idolizing him is the great. Is awesome. It's so perfect. You're in love. Um, Tony, and then what, what about the sandwiches? <laughs> <laughs> and then when he's uh, when he hurts his face and he's like, Elaine's like, did they uh, you know mention anything about jagged scars? Or uh, you know, reconstructive surgeries. Uh, he was like, I was on a lot of stuff. I was pretty out of it. It's kind of cool. Kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's I love it. I, he's 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 awesome. He's I mean, when we do our categories episode, he's definitely gonna be up there for me. I can tell you that right now. Is there any other side characters that you could think of in this one? Because I think it's just Jane and Tony. George also has a big crush on him, so he doesn't have have anybody. Yeah, Andre's. Oh, I can't believe I'm forgetting about him. What about the driver? Oh, Andre. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, cancel culture on this one. Do you... I'm trying to think. Is there anything that really stands out that, like, I don't know. Since I introduced this category, I can't think of anything from this episode that's really cancelable. I guess um... Mimbo, the term Mimbo. I would say that, but the problem is that white males, you could pretty much say anything about them. It's not offensive. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Seriously, right? Yeah. All right. So, best line or scene from the episode? Uh, probably. <laughs> not, not to keep going back to this well, but um, when uh, Kramer comes over and Jane's there. Mm-hmm. he's like well you know okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go to the y and she's like oh yeah maybe we'll split a cab she's like, what about the driver oh i'm going uptown too you want to split a cab what about the driver <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the funniest part i mean what do you, what else is funnier than that yeah what just how he part? says it too he's all coy <laughs> <laughs> what about the driver jerry's like what <laughs> <laughs> all 
I have that one written down for sure. But I also have um when George is like he's uh, Tony's like, Are you down? He's like, I'm down. I'm down. Mark me down. I am definitely down for some rock climbing. Yeah, me too. I am down. I am totally down. Mark me down. <laughs> like mark me down. Because <laughs> I use that sometimes. I like it. Um I also like how Kramer's like, Oh, I think you're in love with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I absolutely love the scene where Kramer and George are explaining to Elaine what what happened when, yeah. when Tony fell. There was kind of a line, and uh, you know we were supposed to rope it through, like just like oh, no. so. You guys were having fun <laughs> for a little while. What about his face? Did anything happen to his face? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right uh so which character won the episode um kramer i think it's a tie kramer and tony no i think well yeah actually uh, maybe say a three-way tie so i think i love kramer in this episode because the driver line is so great and then his i love uh, you're in love with him it's hilarious he's great at rock climbing so he's excelling at another thing i think elaine is a, up there too because she gets that revenge like that perfect revenge oh true yeah so she kind of won in the end and then yeah. of course of course we got to throw tony in there too because we both just absolutely love him tony the cool guy <laughs> hunky to- oh. tony hey hey <laughs> the popped collar <laughs> if i if i win the episode it's gonna give me a rush <laughs> <laughs> the three of us tied it's pretty cool <laughs> all right so which episode won the face off yeah this is a tough uh, one i like the stall a little bit better i think but <laughs> it's pretty much a toss-up they're both really funny yeah, these are two great like ones. Both. Yeah, they're um, both really, really good. We're going to have to split. What is our expression? Splitting split. hairs? Yeah, <laughs> we'll split the hair. I, I want to see how it comes out on the Sign Bros podcast yeah. and make my decision then. Yeah, but I, I, I'm i also... I'll, I'll split that hair. I'm also leaning stall, too. I'm leaning into the stall a little bit. <laughs> leaning into it. Yeah, so but I, 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 I want to go. hear how it sounds on the sign bros tip. Yeah, and I'll make a decision on it. All right, so we'll never address that again. No, <laughs> we'll forget about it. All right, so with that one the episode, tune in the sign bros next time and find out how late in the year Elaine got a happy new year and the name of Jerry's favorite t shirt. See ya. Yep. Um, Bossed. Bossed. No, no, not bossed. Florida's never going to happen again. Yeah. Unless you're Joe. Joe's just solo acting it. She didn't even say anything. Oh, by the way, I'm in Florida. (laughs) Fucking slips it in. Yeah, just slips it in. Oh, yeah. Me and Brian just bought a new house. (laughs) Oh, shit. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. <laughs> you all know she's money. probably down there looking at real estate, right? Oh, I'm sure they are. The fucking all that money they got. Yeah. 
coming out of their pores. <laughs> Fucking dropping dimes everywhere they go. We were driving down uh, down the street here in Florida, and, and Brian's pockets spilled out, and we purchased a home. 